Hello, podcast listeners. It's PwC Connections, the podcast, and we are back in the bucket. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Courtney Lucas. I'm the other host. My name is Lamont Henson. Mr. Henson. So it's April, and in April, we celebrate our line workers twice. We celebrate a whole bunch of stuff in April. We celebrate a whole bunch of stuff, and we do celebrate our line workers every single day. That's right. All day long. That's right. Every single season. But for some reason. In April. They want to recognize them (laughs) double the time. So April 11th is North Carolina Line Line Worker Appreciation Day, and then April 18th is National Line Worker Appreciation Day. As Courtney mentioned, we appreciate our guys every day, but we wanted to dedicate a podcast episode to our line workers and allow our audience to get more familiar with a couple of our guys, hear how they got to the position that they're in, and perhaps they will inspire you. That's right. So without further ado, let's introduce our guests, two of our very favorite linemen. We love them both very much. Colin, you want to go first and introduce yourself, and then we'll switch over to Andrew. Yes, my name is uh, Colin Willis, and I'm a third-class lineman at PwC. How long have you been here? Uh, five years. Five years. What about you? My name's Andrew Albertson. I'm a second-class lineman, and uh, going on up coming up to five years for me five years okay so uh when you say your second class lineman what does that mean second class is right below first and first is like a crew leader first is more is closer to step to a journeyman which is a person individual that has pretty much mastered overhead and underground okay um second class permits you to be able to work primary um third class is you're on the way there. So the next step up is second class from third class. So um, it's it's just it's got a little bit more responsibility with it. Okay. Um, a little bit more challenges. Sometimes. And is each crew like made up of ground worker, first class, second class, third class? Yes. That's how it works typically. Yes, how did y'all um, get into the business? How um, what kind of educational background do you have or what work experiences do y'all have? I started with a FTCC line school and um, I went there and I came here and to become a lineman. FTCC line school. We talk about that a lot. We're really proud of that program because um, we partnered with FTCC and out of that eight week program, there've been several graduating classes and um, we often hire those students. Um, and if they don't come on here at PwC, they get jobs at, say, Duke Energy or Mass Tech or Pike. Um, it's almost as if uh, if you go to that FTCC line worker course, you're guaranteed a job. Would you say that's right, Colin? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. It's a, it's a relatively young program. I think it's been around less than five years, maybe four years. But uh, we have a couple of our retirees who are over there helping out to lead the program. And as you can see, we, we've hired some of the guys who have graduated from the class. So it seems to be working, and I hear talks that they're trying to develop one for water resources. So That's right. Stay tuned. What about you, Andrew? Um, how did you get where you are? I just driving up and down the road every day. I didn't, to be honest, didn't even think I'd be a lineman. Didn't even think I'd be a lineman um, when I was younger. But uh, as I grew older, kept seeing, uh, just riding down the road, everyday roads and seeing the poles on the side of the road with the line on and everything wondering about it and thought i'd give it a try um and it turned out to be a pretty excellent career so far for me um i love what i do the benefits are great um 
it's just all around a very good career and learning experience. Talk a little bit about some of the details of the job. I think uh, we were having a conversation the other day on another radio interview thing we were doing and just talking about the difference in some people prefer to be at a computer, be at a desk. Some people want to get out, try something new. They don't want to do the same thing every day. Some people want a little adventure. Uh, what would you say it's like being a, a line worker? Would you say it's the kind of the same thing every day or a new adventure? Or, and what are some of the things you enjoy? Um, I mean, obviously, like I said, I enjoy it all, but like it has its perks. Um, it's, I'm actually on underground now. I've been on both overhead and underground. Um, I fix underground secondary uh, wires that could go bad. Let's say you lose half power. Um, so a leg could go bad. We go out there, find a bad spot, dig it up, fix it. But um, as far as being a lineman and day-to-day work and then even going like on storm or something like that, um, it's a it's a challenge, but to me it's kind of sort of like an adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Some people I say I'm an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> but but – um, but I'd say it's it's just it's challenging. It makes you really really think about what you're doing. Yeah. At each step and process, because you could turn around one way and move four inches mm-hmm. and, or two inches and be dead just like that. So it's not monotonous, and you're always um, like your head is on a swivel. Oh yeah. All the time. You've always got different scenarios, different things. Yeah. And um, when you mentioned the adrenaline, I'm laughing because. Um, every lineman I've come in contact with since I've been here has said the same thing. They love um, that rush that they get when they are doing their job. Um, This past weekend, we had a community event with a couple of linemen and they had their bucket out and it was very, very windy. And we were kind of making a joke about how, you know, if I got in that bucket right now with the wind making it bounce the way it is, I would not do well. (laughs) I'd have a panic attack. They were like, no, we love it. It's great. Oh yeah, it is. I mean, you can, you see the transmission poles, the the really really tall poles or the transmission poles. Um, they uh, it's I mean you're sometimes up ninety to a hundred foot up in the air in a bucket. So it <laughs> Shaking could take my a, head. <laughs> a five mile an hour wind and you could move to a foot two foot either wow. way. Absolutely not. See, this is why we are appreciating our linemen and our line workers. <laughs> it takes nerves of steel. And, and that's what I was going to say. Is it something that you think? you learn in the training to get a little bit more comfortable with that, or do you kind of already need to come into it with some good nerves? I'll be honest. When I first, when I first started, um, cause me and myself, I didn't go to line worker school. Um, I feel like that's more of an advantage nowadays. If you have that certificate or that, um, experience through school, it gives you kind of a head start above somebody that doesn't have any experience, but, um, it took me some time to get used to it, for sure. And once, I mean, but now if I have to go up in a bucket, it's, it's, like, it's nothing to it. It's, it nothing? it's like second nature now. <laughs> it's like me typing an email. I can do that easily. <laughs> you can go up to a bucket 90 feet in the air easily. <laughs> I think that's great. One of the things that you mentioned, uh, well, y- you mentioned it, Andrew, but Colin, you can answer. If you could describe for our listening audience, like the difference between overhead and underground work, I know it it may seem self-explanatory because we use the terms, but for someone who isn't familiar, uh, could you describe those two types of delivery? Well, I'm going to start with overhead. <clears throat> overhead is most of the time you see the wires above your head 
on poles. That's going to be most of your, your overhead wires, overhead lines. Underground is going to be wires that's buried under the ground. They go to um, the green boxes in your yard. They're could, uh, they're called transformers, mm-hmm. and um, and they require like a different skill set, different tools. Um, I know Andrew, you've worked on both crews, but um, that's not true for everyone, is it? Or is it? There's some. I mean, we've got some guys that are that are were that come to us from like contractors that were strictly. They had done mostly overhead, mm-hmm. um, but now we're starting. They're starting to get them cross trained and everything, and uh, they're learning. Those guys are learning a lot, but yeah, it does take it. I mean, because you think if you can look up and look at, let's say you're out on an outage, or you've got two hundred people out, you can look up and see, oh, right there's a problem. Mm-hmm. On the underground, you can't look through the ground, so it takes a little bit. It's it's harder. It takes more of your mind of thinking. Well, could it be this or this or this? And it's just, I mean, develops different skill sets. Okay. So, I mean, overhead to me is more like a jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you, you're trying to put all the pieces together and make sure everything goes back the right way. Underground is more, to me, I mean, honestly, to me, it's more complex. You've got to think about what could be, what could have caused this the transformer to explode mm-hmm. it could be a phase of primary it could be a squirrel that had got on the overhead lines out of the road but it took out your underground oh wow so it's just different it, they're, they're both complex don't get me wrong but it's um it's i mean i would say underground is takes a little bit more like thought process gotcha and troubleshooting and troubleshooting and so i think right here we should mention those green boxes that colin mentioned um if you do have one in your yard we know that some customers don't really enjoy looking at them so they try to plant shrubbery or uh, trees or whatever around them uh we ask that if you are going to plant something around those green transformers please leave enough room for our line workers to get to them so nine feet clearance in front and three feet on the sides and the back um, that way they can use their equipment and get the power restored to your neighbors as quickly as possible and, and it's not uh, well it's a good idea to even consider not even planning around the transformer i know some people want to try to disguise the box or decorate your yard in a certain way but uh, there are some situations where our guys have to get to it in an emergency and they cannot necessarily uh take the time to be delicate with your garden or whatever display you have set up. They got to get the service going back. So you need to keep that in mind whenever you decide to uh, plan around one of our transformers that our guys may need to uh, what deconstruct it, take it down. Yeah. And, and we will try our best to uh, work with you, but uh, you know, restoring service to the area is what the priority is. So just right. keep that in mind when, uh, you make the decision to try to plan around one of our transformers. And definitely remember that just because it's in your yard, it doesn't mean it's just your power. That box is powering your neighbors as well. So be kind. Remember like Blockbuster, be kind, rewind, be kind, keep your shrubs away from our boxes. And that's why they went out of business because people didn't rewind. I doubt it. I I think it's because they didn't buy into Netflix. Yeah. Streaming came along. Fun fact. Took them out. (laughs) Line workers. Okay, so um, we are a few weeks out from hurricane season, and I think um, 
the hurricane people have predicted about 19 named storms. It's going to yeah. be an active season, which means our line workers are in uh, storm mode for the next couple of months, if you will. Um, what kind of things do you all do to prepare? Like, do you have training situations or is it just a normal day for you really? And you know what to do when the power goes out. Um, the first thing we really do when a storm, we know a storm's coming or we're going to have to go on storm is we stock our trucks with material and everything that we think we may need on the storm. And uh, another thing we do here at PwC is um, we always go before a storm, check everything, make sure there's nothing that could possibly cause an outage that the storm didn't cause. And uh, just make sure that we don't have as, try to have less outages as possible. Okay. Okay. And um, are there different roles you all play depending on your class? Like, will someone be in charge of this? Will someone be in charge of that? How does it work? Uh, I would say, yes, there's different roles. Um, Normally, the supervisors and all of them, they kind of get a plan together. See, okay, they kind of plan. This is the kind of damage we're going to have. So we need to have this many people set up for restoration, this many people set up for troubleshooting, stuff like that. So definitely your class, your classification would come into play um, as far as what you'd be doing. But at the end of the day, you could all end up on the same job. Gotcha. And, um, you know, we are Fayetteville's hometown utility. And so our employees live here. Um, we go to church with you. Our kids go to school together, um, all of that. So when there is a storm hitting our area, you guys have to come in and stay for days at a time, sometimes leaving your family behind. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience and how you get your families ready before you come in and sleep here for a week? Or longer. Yeah. <laughs> the longest I've stayed, I think, was florence i think it was florence about a week yeah we stayed here for a straight week i slept in the truck out in the, oh in the under the base <laughs> so that was an experience to say the least but um normally we just try to make sure we got plans set for our families um and also secondary plans mm -hmm. if something was to happen the power was to go out because i mean i've got a seven month old at home so and I've she's very have, cute y'all congratulations <laughs> thank you i got to have something set up to be able to make sure that both of my fiance and my daughter is taken care of um so it's it takes some planning mm -hmm. but at the end of the day it, it all works itself out and i love that we have employees like our line workers who are um, they signed up for this mm -hmm. you know they know that they'll have to be away from home sometimes and um that's no fun you know i i have a little guy too i want to be at home with my little guy when there's a bad storm but we signed up to work for our customers so we come in and um our line workers are out there in rain sleet hail snow making sure the power gets back on and with, with that said if there is an emergency situation a storm snow whatever the case may be is there something customers can do during an outage that would help you guys out well, for stay one patient. Thing, yeah, stay patient. <laughs> but I'd say for one thing, um, a lot of people are going to these home generators. Mm -hmm. If you have a home generator, trip your main breaker off, off because you might not have but 120 volts going into your house or 240 volts, 120 on each leg. But if your generator powers that 120 back through our transformer, what comes? Let's say it's fed overhead it'll backfeed through that transformer mm -hmm. and come out the other side, 7,200 volts. Wow. And it could really hurt somebody, hurt somebody quick. So like fatal. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, cause when it comes to stuff like that, like storms, you've got torn down lines mm -hmm. stuff. I mean, all those kind of things, but 
people were like, well, I, I got to have my power. I got to have my power. Well, we've also got to be able to restore your power. If you've got your generator, like some people and, and the people that get it done correctly, call the companies, get it come and put in. That's perfect. They normally have a switch over. So mm -hmm. if the power shuts off, it disconnects the power from, from us to them. And it just connects to the generator. It stays just in the house. Mm -hmm. They have a main disconnect. Well, sometimes, yeah, people just say, hey, I'm going to plug a plug into my generator and plug it into my house outlet just so I can get some power, mm -hmm. half voltage pretty much. Well, what they don't know is their stuff backfeeding and putting 7,000 volts, 7,200. Well, it depends on where you are. If it's 7,200 volts, you get some places on our system is 14,400 volts. Whoa. So you got to really think about what you're doing um, and stuff like that and be really cautious. It's a very dangerous job. We've dedicated a whole video to generator safety. Please go to our YouTube channel, FAYPWC. Just type in generator safety. It's also on our website, FAYPWC.com. Under our video tab, uh, there's several other educational resources there that you can learn. Uh, but generator safety is definitely one to be mindful of, especially with hurricane season approaching. Okay, well, if you got, if we really want to show some appreciation for these guys, we won't hold them forever. We'll let them go. And one of the things that uh, I would like you to share with the audience, especially someone who may be switching careers or uh, someone who's young and considering what they want to do, what advice would you have for someone uh, who may be interested in this line of work or just uh, general advice that perhaps you would have shared with yourself? Your younger self before you got into this. They're already young. I say younger. I'm not that young. <laughs> I don't We're feel about like the same it. age. <laughs> well, I would. Um, <clears throat> if you were going to go in this career, which it is a great career, I would go to the FTCC line school to get a good um, knowledge of what you will be doing in the field. And um, for something I had when I was started, pay attention that when you if you do go to line school and you come here or you do it the other way the best thing to do is pay attention and learn as much as you can to um, make sure you keep yourself safe but I like, like I said it is a very good career and um I've learned a lot you're gonna stick with it yes ma'am love to hear it what you got Andrew just keep your mind open if you think about it you think it might be for you try it out keep your mind open Keep your ears open. That's my biggest thing. I mean, I one thing I had to learn was listen to what other people say as far as like how to do a job, what to do, this and that. Mm -hmm. Don't automatically come in thinking, oh, I got this. I learn something new every day. <laughs> I mean, it's like to me, it's the way I look at it is the day I stop learning stuff is the day somebody gets hurt or I get hurt. And I will say one thing, every job you go to is different. Yes. Never, sure. never take the same job. You went to another job. Don't think this one's the same. It's always different. Always check everything. Good advice. Very Great. good advice. Well, I want to say thank you guys for making time uh, to join us here on the podcast, but also just thank you for what you do on a day to day. Like I, I, I really respect what everyone does here at PwC. I feel like we're like the body. Everyone has a different function, but they, you know, keep us going. 
and you guys are definitely I don't, I don't know if it's the the brain the heart but it's one of those important important parts of the body uh and not only as a colleague do i appreciate what you do but i'm a customer as well and having power is the norm so when it's out that's more of the exception and it, it, it rarely happens so for whatever role you play in doing that i say thank you and i appreciate it yeah and we just we just won the rp3 award award the reliable public power award for the sixth consecutive time diamond level um and that's given to um really high performing power utilities um across the country and a part of that award is because of our line workers that's right so we thank them absolutely and we want to thank our listening audience for tuning into this episode please continue to listen to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts whether it's apple google spotify or or some other channel we should be there as well please check out our tv show by the same name pwc connections it's on youtube we have several uh hours of content there for you to just you know look up whatever the subject matter may be and learn about the utility uh courtney thank you for helping me host it was a pleasure once again thanks to our guests thanks to our audience and we will join you again for the next episode take care mm-hmm.